thank you for coming and joining us on another episode of About Fate. Uh, today, we have Peter himself. <laughs> we have, hardly, hardly. We have my friend, uh, Brother Kobe Unit. I'm not going to call you brother the whole episode. I'm just going to call you Kobe. Yes, sir. Absolutely. You? Wouldn't, wouldn't expect it any other, any other way. How you doing? I'm Good doing to see you. How about you? As always. You know, you're my friend and you're my brother. So this is this is going to be an exciting time. The person I look to annoy at least once a week. <laughs> I finally have him. <laughs> he does a good job. A good job at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I don't. Uh, I'm glad you decided to come on. Um, I know you're a very, um, very loved person that loves the Lord, right? A person that loves the Lord a lot. I know you love ministry work, and I know you love um, the things that you do for Christ. Um, so, I'm pretty sure people are going to be. People probably don't know a lot about you because you just kind of stay to probably yourself, not. which is the best way yeah. to do sometimes. Um, so they're probably going to be. Happy to hear uh, Kobe's testimony today. Um, I don't like the way Simon, I like to get into it, if that's okay with you. No, that's fine. That's fine. Again, right. I, I appreciate the opportunity and uh, you allowing me to be here. Yeah, man. So, you know, if you don't mind, let's, tell us a little bit about yourself. Like, who is Kobe Unick? Where is he from? Like, did you go up in church? Just like that whole Kobe Unick childhood experience. Okay. You know okay. Well, like? uh, <laughs> it's, it's really not a, not a complicated story by any means. Yeah. I would be one of those where I'm pretty much just a... Uh, Normal guy is what I consider myself to be. Yeah, you know, I grew up. <laughs> grew, nowadays, that's that's an interesting question. So, yeah, yeah. yeah but now, I, you know, I grew up going to church like most people. You know, back when we came up, most people went to church. Yeah. Most, yeah. you know, my friends went to church. Uh, my family members went and still go to church. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that's, I really didn't have a choice but to go to church. Yeah. You know, I, <laughs> of course, lived a different lifestyle then than I do now. But yeah, yeah, yeah. even going to church then, you know, regardless of what I did or how late I was out, one of the things that, you know, my dad always told me is, regardless of how late you're out, you're getting up and going to church the next morning. So, okay, you know. Was not, that was not fun. No, no, no it, you know, I, it really didn't bother me too oh, much okay. because I was used to it at that point. Oh, okay. And then not only, he was my Sunday school teacher too, oh, which okay. is interesting. So, yeah. He like. Yeah. So, I didn't, I didn't have a choice. One of, one of the things my mom used to try to do to me growing up, she'd be like, she'd be like, if you don't wake up, I'm going to leave you. Is that supposed to work? Yeah, I'm like, I'm gonna go the sleep. older you get, it's like, hmm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, when I got older, I was like, I'm just going to go back to sleep. Yeah, yeah like, yeah. but, uh, but yeah, uh, did you grow up in Dallas for Worth or? I actually grew up in Mesquite, Mesquite. so not too far from here. Uh, what? From the church now, it's about 20, 25 minutes, roughly. Yeah. So, But the funny thing is, I never knew or heard anything about Full Gospel, Holy growing Temple, up, yeah. growing up. Knew nothing about it. All your life grew up in, were they like suburbs, or I'm about to say where you were? Oh, definitely the suburbs. Yeah, definitely <laughs> oh, yeah. the suburbs. Yeah, my dad, uh, you know, did a phenomenal job, both he and my mom. You, you know. Hood, brother. Oh, no, no, no. We grew, grew up in Mesquite, and, uh, you know, as they say, uh, uh, you know, I grew up with the pool. Okay. So it's, you know, if you grew up with the pool, then they, that automatically excludes you from being <laughs> being. Good. So yeah, so I definitely am a suburbs kid. That's funny. <laughs> Yo, you said um, you grew up in church, um, but growing up, like, did you know what you being taught about, like having a relationship with God, or was it just like this is what we do because this is what we do, right? It was more so. Um, I can't say that I was denied having a relationship with God by any means, but it was more so one of those things where we were kind of taught to fear reverence and respect God right, right, more right. so than living a lifestyle. Okay. You know, uh, of course, you know, I grew up uh, like a lot of people. Um, I grew up in a different denomination. Right, I'll right, leave, right, leave right. it yeah, there. Leave yeah, it at yeah. that. But I, I was always taught to fear and reverence and respect God, you know, even growing up, one of the things, and I think I, you and I have talked about it before, we couldn't even set things on top of the Bible. So like when we grew up, like your keys I don't remember you or your that. phone. Oh, well, yeah, that's, that's how I grew up, you know, just in my household. We were really always taught to honor and respect God. You know, I grew up in the household where yeah. if it was raining or storming outside real bad and lightning, we had to cut the TVs off oh, and go really? sit down. Yeah. <laughs> and so it was it was one of those type of things. Yeah. So, you know, and I appreciate my parents for that. Yeah. That's a, that's a good point. You said your dad was a Sunday school teacher. So it's something like, you know, y'all did have at least, um, a, y'all were taught a good knowledge of God. Were you the only absolutely. one? Absolutely. you have a brother? I have a younger brother and sister. Yeah, oh, okay. my brother so you're is. The yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Sense. My brother's 30 and my sister's 28. You. Yeah. <laughs> just taught me a lot <laughs> Yep. Being the oldest, it makes sense. It makes sense now. Um, so uh, I would say uh, I always ask people because you gave me a little bit of background. So growing up, like, did you stick with that going to church, stick with that lifestyle? Because everybody's different, right? Some people grow up and they're like, man, I'm just bored of this. And I think sometimes that's what it is. Like people don't have relationships or they get bored with it. So then they, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. because when you have a relationship, you never get bored with it, right? right. Like, right. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So when it's, 
presented as like this is just what we do and you don't have that like vein of like personal relationship sometimes you can get bored with it so it becomes like take it or leave it as you get older did that did that start transpiring with you as you got older like and why if it did like around what time of your life would you say it happened you know it really didn't but okay. i like the way that you put that and was it something that we did or did i have that relationship yeah yeah with god i i can say that i definitely i thought i had a relationship yeah. with god but not like i do now of course but church so, going to church never became a burden for yeah. me by any means okay i like that so what was yeah. the difference like with now once you realized it versus then like what was that mindset oh i realized i wasn't saved at all <laughs> <laughs> just just to be honest yeah not 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 back then you know there's yeah. one thing to think and my parents did the absolute best that they could yeah and I'm, you know it's and that, like you had good knowing you it's like you came from like great great parents oh I yeah, yeah. Them. Man, i never met them but i wish everybody had a father like i did yeah. you know not and that's nothing against mothers but also uh, uh i guess especially in our community right, right the mother is always put on the pedestal and you don't hear a lot about the fathers yeah and so that's one reason i love to cherish my father who he still is to me this day yeah i say you know he's my best friend yeah not just to me but my siblings also i talk to my dad literally that's probably why. two or three times every single day that's why you're so, so old yeah it probably <laughs> is so <laughs> yeah yeah i'll yeah. let you talk more about, I, I will we'll tell you we'll, oh, yeah, we'll come yeah, back and talk more about the uh your pops and what it means like as far as men we'll talk about that some more because i know you have some good things to say about that i'm and, hey hey i'm here <laughs> hopefully, hopefully i can say something that'll make some sense yeah, right. <laughs> uh so looking back i always ask people like when you start looking back over your life too um after you got to say when you look back, you can kind of pinpoint those steps. God started to order for you to bring you to making a real choice. Uh, you mind taking us through those steps? If you can't, or can you look back and do you see it? Right? Oh, no, like, absolutely. When you, even with you saying it, yeah. it, it started playing in my mind. <laughs> you know, um, a friend of mine uh, that goes to the church now still goes. I remember. The thing is, growing uh, growing up, I know it is. Oh no, yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, you know, Chad. brother, brother Chad Boyd, and so. Yeah. There were great, uh, great, great, great friend. Great oh yeah, man. absolutely, great man of God. Absolutely. Too. So wisest old man. Well, you the wisest old man. Y'all both wise and old. I don't know what it is. Hey, I don't. I don't know. You know, I'm, I'm me. So that's the best way I. Can I didn't mean to it. cut you off. Oh no, no, I mean, no. You're like, good. You're good. Y'all are two, two, probably two of my favorite people that I've met in my lifetime. I appreciate so. that. Appreciate I, uh, that. I always try to mess with y'all and say, like, I can't. That is true. That <laughs> but is you true. Said, you said he, brought, he started coming to church. Yeah, he can. And the thing is, you know, he came when I was in the sixth grade. We were both in the sixth grade. Oh, yeah. Uh, and when he came, he moved from another school, from another part of town. Uh-huh. Came to our town, came yeah. to our town in school, and uh, yeah. we weren't friends. We didn't dislike each other. Yeah. We just weren't friends. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, and yeah. so we didn't. We went to school sixth grade, middle school, seventh and eighth, and we really didn't become truly friends until about our freshman year of high school. Okay. And so then that's when we really made a bond, made a connection yeah. and really became, you know, best friends at that point. Right. And uh, I remember when he got saved, then he started witnessing and talking to me about the Lord. But of course, I wasn't trying to hear nothing at all. Yeah, because he got saved in high school. I think yeah, was, 16. You know, 16. It was, about truth. it was the truth behind hip hop, wasn't yeah. it? I think yeah, for, for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. My wife yeah. loves those, bro. She watches all of those. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's some, some great information in those. Yeah, yeah, great. she loves them. So, and I remember, so, y'all were y'all the same exact age? Or? No, no. He's actually about a year and a half older than year I am. Okay, yeah. so. All, all my friends are typically older. You're one of the few that we are the same age, you know, where. <laughs> I think yeah. I'm younger than you, though. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> Just by a little bit. Not by much. You're not going to make me that old. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he, uh. So you did you come with him when you were in high school at least once or just never? at first no okay I didn't he would talk to me about the Lord and just to what be honest I, I wasn't trying to hear any I was just like okay <laughs> whatever like, okay yeah. whatever did you did you say like stop talking about this no I didn't on? I didn't you know because like I said it was one of those things where I never rejected anybody uh, like approaching me with God it, it yeah. was just like okay that's what you do but me I'm gonna keep God. doing my thing you know so <laughs> I wasn't trying to hear it but uh, that's that's one of the things and just the more he began to talk to me about God. I remember distinctively how it happened. Okay. I was at my mom's yeah. and uh, I was upstairs in my room. And then all of a sudden I remember the Lord began to deal with me. And before I went to sleep that night, God asked me a question of if you were to die tonight, would you go to heaven or would you go to hell? And that's something I never thought about. Did you go to sleep that night? I know. <laughs> it was tough going to sleep at that point. I bet. It was tough, you know, cause at 16, just for me, my mind never went there. All I was right, thinking right, about right. was, you know, like, most, most typical most young men, young you know, men, yeah. yeah, sports and and young ladies. Yes, so. I, yeah. And yeah. did you uh? And I was I, something you said that's interesting to me. Um, before that, 
had you ever no known God to speak to you, or was that the first time and you like, that's God? That I knew that was God. Cause and that's the always yeah, the interesting absolutely. thing to me when people say that because yeah. it's like they never they were like, okay, I went through this whole life and then like this moment God spoke to me and like I knew that that was different. That wasn't me thinking that. And absolutely. So what, absolutely. What, so you, I can imagine you sitting in your room and just kind of like, what is going oh, it, on? It really it shook me up. Yeah. It shook me up because one, it had already been a process to that point. And so it was, he just made himself abundantly clear to me. Like you said, I knew it was him that night because I never thought about it. All the witnessing he had done, you know, he would talk to me about certain things and even some things, if they made sense to me, I still was just like, okay, whatever, you know, I'm going to do my own thing. And so I knew that night that was God speaking to me. And I was just, it made me take a step back and just, you know, kind of consider some of the things that Chad had talked to me about. Right. At that point. And so at that point, I started asking myself some questions. Right. And so then that's when I was just like, okay, well, let me go to church with him and kind of see, you know, how this thing goes. Yeah. And, uh, that's great. Yeah. So, uh, how long after was it like, so you started going to church? Did you get saved the first time you went to church? Absolutely not. (laughs) Okay. Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) So when you came, so when you came, like, what was your mindset when you came to it? Like, man, like this is different. It was completely different. You know, yeah. I grew up in a small church, you know, family church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, it was the typical stigma about big churches. Right. You know, all big churches are about is money, you know, and, and things know, like that. And I so. know you now. So you probably, I don't know if you were that same way then because I didn't know you. Oh, then. it was probably worse. <laughs> it, was, it was probably worse it's, back then. So, yeah, because so I'm, I'm stuck in my ways like, now. So, yeah, yeah. So I'm pretty sure you was just like. I don't care. They did yeah. it that way. <laughs> like, exactly. This is that way it is. So, and I can imagine you walking in already with like that negative wall up because, it, like you said, the stigma for big churches. And, yep. And it's nothing like that at, at all. <laughs> at all. And that lets you know it's just a bunch of preconceived notions. Yeah. Because it can't speak for everywhere, but I imagine most places are kind of the same way. You know, right, but right. like like our church. It's nothing like like that at all. Anybody like we hear all the time, we are the biggest Small little church, church the on time. the face of the planet yeah. because everybody's family there. Yeah, you, know? you so, like look around, you're like, man, where is this person? Where is that yeah. person? Even if I don't know their name, I'm still like, I'm used to seeing them. So it's just Absolutely. like, Absolutely. <laughs> like then you, they're genuine concern from everybody. Like yeah. in the church, like just like I'm just gonna pray for everybody. Just, yep. it's, and it's yep. really like that. In the in in that church, you can feel the love, and you can feel, of course, you can feel God when you walk in, but you can feel the love as well because it's been there. So I know you said you didn't get you didn't get saved the first time. So what was no. you going through your mind through that first service after you came? You know what? To be honest, after the first service, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Chances are, it was probably hey, Whatever. you know, good service. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> keep doing what I'm doing. Yeah, but you know, I remember after coming for a little while, you know, he actually invited me to. Um, a play on a Friday night. It was entitled uh, "Don't Miss the Rapture." Is that the one where uh, I, they did somebody screamed in the orange and light? They turned the lights. Yes, oh, man. that's the one. But the <laughs> thing is, I don't. I can't even say that scared me. Uh, yeah, I just remember that part. Yeah, I was like, it was great. Man. You, you want to <laughs> know what a, got me? Yeah. What? At the intermission, they played a song, and it was uh, you know, the, I forgot who who the uh, name of the group is. But it's called, you know, the question is, you know. Oh, uh, uh, the, that's the whinings. Is that the whinings? Yeah. That song. And it was just, you know, I remember it, it asked the question, you know, will you always love them? Yeah. And then at that point in my heart, I knew something wasn't right. Right. I thought that I loved them. Yeah. But for whatever reason, and here's the thing, CJ. So it was, you know, myself, uh, Chad, and there were some more classmates right. that uh, we brought with us. So we had some ladies with us and everything. So, yeah. and I remember I just bust out crying in the middle of that song. <laughs> so, you know, something had to be going on because you right. know me. Yeah. It's no way I'm going to start crying first off. And a bunch exactly. Of exactly. <laughs> a bunch of people that I went to school with yeah. and then, you know, young ladies too. They could be like, man, he was crying. Exactly. They were probably like, okay, what's wrong with him? Yeah. Because them knowing me. That wasn't my personality at all. Right, right, right. But I just knew, and like I would tell anybody, the funny thing is, I felt that God was upset with me in the life that I was living at that time. Right. But at the same time, I felt his love. Right. And that's, it's, it's, I know you understand exactly what it is that I'm saying, but it's hard to describe and hard to explain. It is. But I felt him being, I don't want to use the word angry, but upset with me knowing that there was a better life for me. But at the same time. right, right. His love just overwhelmed me and he let me know that he loved me so much at that time. And that's really what drew me and drew me to the altar. I can't really tell you much about the play. You know, I remember bits and pieces here. I remember, you know, the lights and stuff going out, but that song, and it's like, it just triggered something in my mind. And I realized at that point, 
I didn't love him like I said that I did. Right. But at the same time, it let me know how much it is that he loves me. Right. And that was, just, you know, that was went, the beginning. You got saved at the play. Yeah, at the play. not even doing a service. That's not so even during the service. So, I didn't get filled with the Holy Ghost that night, Okay, though. so I'm going to That's a whole other story, yeah. So when you, did you keep coming back to get the Holy Ghost? Or? I did. I did. And, you know, the thing about it was I remember once I started coming to the church, I went to three consecutive services. Mm-hmm. And every single one of the services talked about being filled with the Holy Ghost. Every single one of them. And, and I remember thinking that I didn't need it. And that was something I grew up. Not saying it wasn't real. Well, so I'm just it was like, no, why, why, why yeah. did you think you don't need yeah. it? Because I'm going there, oh. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. that's the thing. You know, <laughs> I have to be careful that I make it clear. Not to say that I didn't need it or yeah, wasn't yeah, real yeah. or anything like that. Yeah. It was one of those things. I grew up with a disciplined father. And yeah. so discipline was huge in my home. You felt like you had enough Exactly. Discipline. Like, okay, well, now that I'm saved, I could just stop doing this and stop doing that. No, yeah. it doesn't work like that. If right. you live any length of time, that's why the Bible talks about the power of the Holy Ghost right, and how right. we need it. Right. And we'll receive that power right. over the power of the enemy. And what happened was I actually got into an altercation at school and I backslid. And Amen. that is what, when, the, when it hit me. You. Yep. I can't live without the power of the Holy Ghost. I can't do it by myself. Yeah. And all it was was God showing me, hey, you need this power that I'm offering to you. This is the best gift that you'll ever have. And that's what brought me to the knowledge of me needing the Holy Ghost. Yeah, it shows that you need it because and I'm, I'm, re- I'm going back to a, uh, a story I, I had when we were, we just go out and pass our tracks all the time. You can't really do it right now, but all the time. I mean, like my, my, my Thursday nights, Friday nights, and Saturdays, and like from Thursday to like Monday night. Well, you know, every I did something every day except Wednesday. Now I'm thinking about when I first got dedication. saved. Dedication. <laughs> so like Thursday night we would go like we have street service twice. So you passing our tracks and you know having street service. Friday night we have street service twice. Uh, <laughs> we have like the youth service on the and we were still like sometimes when I when I got saved it was sometimes we would still go out and pass our tracks and we would still. Uh, have street service, so I was. I did come to church Saturday night, so like it's I was just trying lot. to keep myself uh, like occupied. But yeah, yeah I that's remember how one, you got to the point where you are now. Yeah, so man, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much straight broke. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I just uh, uh, I remember we used to go to the West End, and I remember somebody telling me how they didn't have the Holy Ghost, and they talked about like you said, you need that discipline. You think mm-hmm, you're disciplined, mm-hmm. so they was like, I stopped smoking. Uh, this implies I don't need that because I stopped smoking. I, I I stopped myself from smoking. They had a cigarette in their hand. I'm like, hold on, you smoking right now? Like, it didn't make sense, right? They was like, well, I had stopped for like years, but life got hard. And I was like, that's why you need Absolutely. the Holy Ghost. I'm like, you can only go so long off willpower. You know what I mean? Willpower, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. willpower may take you, you know, 50, 50, 50 yards. I'm putting football terms because I know, I know you can. So, <laughs> and you may go 50 yards. You know what I mean? It may even take you, you know, all the way down yep. to the field, but yep. it ain't going to get you across the goal line. Absolutely you not. Need, you need the power of the Holy Ghost to get you across that goal line. And that's why I told him, I was like, man, willpower will take you so far, but it won't it won't take you all the way. Right. You know what right. I mean? Like, it's funny that you testified to that. Like, hey, as soon as something came up, it's like, that's oh, why and I it didn't take long. It didn't take longer. But look how loving God is. He was. I, I wouldn't say I don't believe God tempted you or put you in a situation. The devil knew what he was doing. Right. But look what God did to allow the messages to come across. Three messages in a row. Three in a row. Talking about the Holy Ghost because God knew what was coming and He knew you were going to need to see. Like, hey, you needed that. That's why God. God knows. Oh, yeah. God is loving. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> and you loved. know, even looking at, it, I appreciate. Um, of course it's not glorifying, you know, me going back or anything like that. But like you said, that's what got me to the point to realize because God knows what it is that you need to get you to understand how much you need him and what he has for you. Right. Right. And that's what I needed. So he let me handle that by myself since I thought I could do it by myself (laughs) in order to show, Hey, you know, you kind of need me. So yeah. 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 I love it. And so did you go back and get the Holy Ghost like the next service and get filled with the Holy Ghost? After that, I knew I needed it and I was hungry for it. Right. I actually, I hadn't joined Full Gospel at that point. Yeah. And I remember I went back to my church. Right. And, uh, you know, that I grew up going to. Right. And I, the power of God fell on me so strong. Yeah. I was in this particular denomination of church right. where nobody came and got filled with the Holy Ghost, right. you know. And so 
I remember I was sitting in my seat and I was so right and I was so ready. And the power guy was on me so strong. I was shaking, in literally gym. sitting in the pews. <laughs> and so I got up and answered the altar call. Yeah. And of course, then it was, you know, shake your hand and right, right. become a member. Right. And so, but I remember I got up and just uh, answered the altar call even then because I was so ready. Yeah. And I felt the power of the Holy Ghost on me, but I didn't have anybody there. Yeah. To help pray me through. And at yeah. that time, I knew it was the power of God, but I didn't know, you know, what, you know, what to, to do. do how to yield at to that it. point, yeah, so yeah. It's two things you said so far. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to say it. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, one is our brother Chad is he proof that you don't just give up by talking to somebody one time. If you love absolutely, him, absolutely. You just keep following the spirit of the Lord, right? He probably wasn't knowing him. I know he wasn't dogmatic. He wasn't like that, right? He probably was just oh no, not following at all. the lead, like following the leading of the Lord. And look what it yielded. Like it, yeah, yeah. It, it, it it worked, right? You don't know if you just plant the seed, right? But if my job is to plant, I'm gonna plant. If my job is to water, right? I have to right. follow the, the spirit and do it. And then look, you eventually got saved. Yeah. It was a play, right? He just invited, just can, and Who then you thought? ended up getting yeah. saved. And then the other thing you said, like, you didn't need somebody, uh, you needed somebody to walk you through once you feel. So they show you, like, those uh, midwives that the Bible calls yeah. also yeah. workers, right? Like, how, yeah. how, how much you're needed because everybody doesn't know they can feel it, but they need somebody to coach them through that, that experience sometimes. So to me, man, that was just two things. My brain, my brain is churning. And like, <laughs> and you're talking I, I, and I, I know it is. I know it is. So, yeah. <laughs> I just love it, right? So, uh, so yes, I know you said you didn't have anybody there, but I'm assuming God was gracious enough and still allowed you to still experience the fullness of the Holy Ghost. Oh at yeah. That point. Oh yeah. I remember I, um, when I finally came to, uh, full gospel, Holy temple. And, um, that, that is the night I got say, or I got filled with the Holy Ghost. You know what? I think I said something. Um, when I, the day, the day that I came and I got filled with the Holy Ghost, I remember it was just, I knew something in me was different. Right. You always hear. Yeah. I looked and, you know, color yeah. seemed brighter and okay. felt like a weight lifted off my shoulder. And it's it's so cliche. I would go But it's so <laughs> true. It is so true. And it's one of those things. It's like, I, I understand it sounds cliche. I but once you experience it, yeah. you know. Yeah. I laugh because that's just how we say it. But it's yeah. still, um, and I tell people, I'm like, I feel like it's different for some people, right? Like, I don't remember, like, the walls looking new. But I do remember the peace. Like, it just, I was like, man, I just feel a peace. And I just feel happy. I don't yeah, know what yeah, you got to explain it. But yeah. that's joy. You're just like, why am I happy? Like, I'm just happy all the time. Like, it's not, when I say happy, like, because you just joy, right? I'm describing, like, just joy. Ultimately, I'm not, like, in that state where I don't have that joy or that peace. Um, and... And I just remember that, but I always love to hear people talk about like the walls look new. My wife said she she experienced that. See, she know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you come out, you like if they paint the church wall. Hey, I'm telling everything look new, everything. And like I guess it's just a tint of sin over your yeah, eyes, and yeah. then the, the Holy Ghost just lifts it up. I love that man that God did that for you. Um, how long ago was that? This year will be that was in 2003. So I'm gonna let you do the math on that. Well, this year will be what eighteen years? years? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. eighteen years. June twenty seventh will be eighteen years. That's a long time. Yes, sir. That's also, too, that again, you need the Holy Ghost because you need Him to keep you. Without that, you wouldn't have been there. There's no way for eighteen years. There so, is absolutely no way. I love no it. Way. I love it. And you're still young too. I'm, I joke with you about being old, but <laughs> you're still young too. So it shows that even young people, right? God can keep. Oh yeah. People. You don't have to be old. To experience the Holy Ghost and for God to keep you. It's not an old person's lifestyle. Oh, not at all. It's a lifestyle for anybody. Absolutely. Um, so I would say people like I think we get saved, and it doesn't stop there, right? Like um the devil wants he wants to get us back. And first, you know, you feel like you just walking in green gardens always say, like yeah, no, it's like you feel yeah. like like nothing's wrong, right? Like God is just like you feel like Job, you got a hedge. You just yeah, like yeah. nothing can touch me. Like you like Superman, nothing can touch me like Brother, this that point. is the truth. <laughs> that is so, the truth. But then one day it's just like, okay, what is this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a trial. This is what they talk about, right? You know, when you first get saved, you amen and everything because you haven't went through it. You haven't went through it yet. You just right, like, right. Amen. Yeah. Preach. And you're like, you know, you're like, why ain't anybody else clapping on this? Because they going through. They yeah, exactly. They're exactly. trying to get their faith built. But eventually you come to that part where you're that person where, you know, you're going through. Do you have any situations like that that you can share with us? Um, Is there a particular time period? or No, just pick or? whatever. If you have more than one you want to share, um, 
and then I, I don't want to just talk about what you the trial, but I also want to talk about like you know your mindset through it, uh, the scriptures you stood on, uh, things like that. How did you overcome? And how did you eventually uh, come out of those things? You have anything you can share with us like that? You know, I guess I'll give two different instances: one current and one um, you know when I first got saved. And I remember when I first got saved, one of the big things is. You, for me, or not even just for me, but I would, I would give this advice to anybody. You have to realize that you're different. Mm -hmm. You're no longer the same person that you used to be. And so with that being said, a lot of friends and, um, you know, different things like that and associates that you have, especially like with me, I was in high school. And so I was going into my senior year. Right. And, you know, for a lot of people, they would never even consider giving their life to God like that, you know. At that particular point, but realizing that I was different. And now when people start to notice that you're different and you don't get it, you know, get invited to places that you used to go or I was the popular kid, you know, and my group of friends. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And so it was different because now everybody looked at me differently. Yeah. You know, and then not only that, they start to treat you differently. Not that they tre- they're treating you bad, mm-hmm. but you learn to realize that a lot of people are starting to have respect for the life that you live. Right. Because they respect you because they realize you don't treat them any differently. Right. It's just you don't do the things that you used to do anymore. Right. And so out of respect for you, they don't invite you to certain places. They don't say certain things around you, but the enemy will try to turn that and get you to think, uh, well, these people don't like you. You know, they used to be a certain type of way, especially when you are that popular person, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so I, I can't say that I had a particular scripture that I stood on. And I, even with that, just in trials of my life, there wasn't, when I say that, I mean one particular scripture. Yeah. There have always been multiple scriptures that I've stood on, yeah. you know, at, at certain points in times. And then just one of those things, I just had to remember that now, you know, uh, what is that? Uh, 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 first Corinthians five and 17 or second yeah. Corinthians. I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, uh, and so yeah. I had to realize I was a new, new creature. creature yeah, you, I was a new creature in Christ Jesus. Yeah. You don't look the same. You don't act the same. And, and to people, yeah. it's like, you're a totally different person. Absolutely. Uh, um, I think that that can be a, a great testimony for teenagers, right? Cause I yeah. think, I think it's a deterrent for a lot of teenagers because beyond, nobody wants to be alone. That's right. That's I mean, right. We, people can act like that. That's okay. But we're not, we're, we don't want to be alone. I agree with you. 100%. We are creatures that need relationship, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, I'm naturally an introvert. That's just who I am. But I still don't want to be alone 24 seven. Nobody right, wants right. that, right? <laughs> exactly. like, you know what I mean? So, uh, like, so when you experience that, especially during your teenage years, it could be rough and to be, and the devil can really use that to fight you, to be like, look, God saved you, but look at you now. Like you by yourself. Oh, nobody no doubt. Like you. No doubt. Uh, you yep. know what I mean? Like, and I can see that's how the devil can get so many teenagers now, I don't even think teenagers nowadays, because, I mean, it's social media has brought people, people love attention at this point. And um, being saved, man, if you don't find the right people, if you don't find your confidence in God, um, you can, the devil can really play on it. Hey, you're yeah, out here by he yourself. Can. He look can. At all you're, look at all you're dealing with. And where's God at? He's not, he's not helping you with this. So um, to hear you say that, that was like the first thing. I think, but I think it is important to be by yourself. Yeah, yeah, it gives you I, an opportunity to learn God, who God is. Yeah, yeah. and and I, I like because I even me being saved when I first got saved, uh, I think I talked about this with somebody else. But when I first got saved, I I had a household of saved people, right? Like my granddad is a pastor, my grandmother is an evangelist, my mom is evangelist, my stepdad right. is evangelist. But it felt like God still had to kind of keep me by myself, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's because I needed to learn to trust God. For, for yourself. Absolutely. I need to learn to live safe for myself. And, you know, after, after that first year, by the time I got to, like, the end of the year, I was just like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yesterday was just my spiritual birthday, by the way. But, yeah, by the time I got to the <laughs> end of the year. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> appreciate By the time I got to the end of that year, I remember just being, like, like, I made it right through this year. And then it seemed like God started putting extra people in your life because you can't, you have to learn his voice first and make sure that the things you're hearing are not people's voices. That's right. You know, that's, that's right. just yeah. how, I don't know. That's how I look at when your friends get saved. Like it is, it is tough, but if you hang in there, it does get better. He'll it does. give you friends. He'll replace all of that. That's right. You know what I mean? Like that's what the Bible says. Uh, 
No man having left father, mother, how this land, yep. he's not going to repay to you what it says double, right? Oh, yeah. And, and I don't said, look in at, this life. In this yeah. life. Mm-hmm. And so I always look at it like this, like like you said, you were popular, right? And so I know I'm talking a lot. No, 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 you're good. You're good. <laughs> so I know you said you were popular. But if you think about it, I look at it like this. So God may take away the quantity, but he's going to give you that back in quantity. Absolutely. And so it's still, don't yeah. be like, well, I don't have as many friends, but you have quality now. Oh, yeah. No quality doubt Quality friends. No doubt. Or he gives you those quality people. I have people that call me son, uh, nephew, and I'm like, you leave all that and God blesses you with good foundation people, people that really call you brother and family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're like, man, we really are like family. You know what I mean? On this side. And God has given me some people I don't have to look over my shoulder with. Things like right. that. So, yeah. things that I love that when I got to say, I'm sorry, man. Just no, no, you're good. Start thinking you're about good. the word of God and how God or orders ourselves. But you said there was you another know. trial. Yeah, oh, you nah, if, nah, if you don't mind, yeah. I guess one of the things that I would want to leave to people is to be normal. Yeah. When you get saved, be yourself. Yeah. Be And I think that's a lot of things uh, people want to... Uh, you know, try to separate themselves and separation is good. But what I mean by that is yeah. you purposely are, no, I can't talk to you or no, I can't. You don't have to do that. Right. You right, know, because right, Jesus right. didn't do that. He didn't. He did he didn't not do, do that. All, right? You know, he, was, he talks about how he sat and ate with sinners and, and publicans. Now, yeah. you know, those things, even with that being said, he did it with a purpose. So yeah, he would draw you, people to him. You change the atmosphere. Exactly. You change I'm, the atmosphere. Yeah, I'm yeah. changing the atmosphere because I want to see people say, I'm sorry. Bro. No, 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 I'm you're sorry. good. No, I'm you're good. about the Lord. That's, no, well, like I said, we talked and this is what we do. We yeah, talk. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, and, so and that's, you that's, that's one of those way. things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, But allow God. Now, there's, you know, there's always going to be certain conversation that you don't participate in. Yeah, like there are places that you, yeah, but you know the thing about it, people will learn to respect that. Right. And they'll respect you. And if you're normal and if you, because... When he witnessed to me, he didn't make me feel some type of way. Right. And so then you can turn around and say, okay, like the Bible says, you know, with love and kindness, I've drawn thee. Right. You have to have that same thing to them. Just be normal, be yourself and who right. you are. God already knew who you are. Now, some people, he will completely change you yeah. naturally too, because right. you needed that change. You need it. But some people, you know, sometimes it's, yes, God always does a supernatural work for us in the spirit. But if you were already a good person and all that. Sometimes he'll use that for his benefit, right? Because your personality does attract people. I was just about to, I was yeah. thinking personality, like we all have different personalities. That's right. And That's God, right. He saves my personality. There you go. There you go. Perfect way to put <laughs> so, it. Perfect way to so put I it. So I still have my personality. It's just a saved personality. Exactly. Now, right. Exactly. And so it's not like if you. A person that makes people laugh, that's just who you are. It's safe. Mm-hmm. You, don't have, you can do it without all the extra stuff, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. so you can use that to draw people. That may draw people to you, right? And so everybody's different, right? But I like to say I'm I'm kind of goofy, so that's just who I am. And so I can't help that. Like, I know, laid back, introvert, goofy. I don't know. But that's who I am. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, and but that's just, what makes you uniquely you. That's just yeah. who I am. And I'm like, man, I'm just, that's who I am. And I can't, I can't help that. That's what allows me it's opened up doors whether i'm at work in the grocery store it's opened up doors to allow me to also witness as well so it, 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 totally it all works together you. totally agree i know we can talk about we can talk all day oh, yeah. all night oh, yeah. about the lord because i love it i know you love it too absolutely so. <laughs> absolutely um uh, i don't want to move on that's something you definitely want to add on that but i know you said you had something else you want to you said you want to give us two things so I oh oh you know what yeah no no that's fine that's uh you know one of the things i, I testified about um, here recently, you know, when I, when I spoke is the things that I'm dealing with in my health now, right, right, right. you know, it's, it's, I, since I talked about it, it's not anything that's a secret right. and it's not anything to try to get anybody to feel a certain type of way yeah. because I'm testifying from the standpoint of what God has already brought me through and right. what he's going right, to right, bring right, me through right. even down the road, you yes, know, sir. and that's one of those things where you talked about. It made me think about it when you were saying how when you first get saved and you are amen and everything and, you know, you're backing up everything and you really have no idea right. what a trial is yeah. at that point. You know, my granddad taught me when I first started ministry, he was like, preach where you're at. He was like, the other, yeah, come. yeah. Come. He was like, don't start preaching about stuff that you ain't with That's yet. wisdom. He was absolutely. like, because it come, it's like, you got to go through everything you talk about. So. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's, that's wisdom. That's, so that's I wisdom. Like, I'd be like, you know what? I ain't there yet. So I just. Yes, sir. I don't need. Lord, I know I'm gonna have certain trials, so I ain't gonna ask for none. So, uh, oh yeah, you gonna, oh yeah, they gonna come regardless. So, but I ain't mean to cut you off. Oh no, no, you're good, me, man. You're good, you're good. But now nah, it's it's really opened up 
um, God to me in a different way, even yeah, the word yeah, of God yeah, now, yeah. you know, because you read so many scriptures and not even read them, you memorize them. Yeah. But now they're applicable to my life. Standing on and so, yeah, you're right. standing on them and you have to live it and you have to trust. And even, you know, small things like the just shall live by faith. Right. You don't understand that until you really, really have and truly have to live by, by faith. faith. Right. You know, when you don't know how certain things are going to turn out and you don't know the answer to mm-hmm. things and you're not getting answers to things that are going on in your life. And that's right. when you really have to follow God with a blind eye. You know, right. you wouldn't do that with humans or with people, but with God, you really have to follow him blindly. And what I mean by that is when you don't have an understanding, like we right. talked about, I literally don't see where it is I'm going or how you're going to bring me through this. Right. But the thing is, I know what you said in your word and either you're a God of that or you're not. And we know that he is right. and that he can't lie. And, you know, I was just talking to a friend of mine here recently and I just explained to him or not explained, but we were talking and I said, you know, the way that I see it is God formed everything that we see and that we don't see in this world, in this universe right. by his spoken word. Right. The foundations of this world and everything that ever has been were formed by his word. That's what the word even tells Exactly. Us. It right. tells us that. Right. And the fact that everything is still here. Yeah. Let's so me know that strong. his word is strong. strong. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And so if I can look around and see everything that he's spoken with his word and it still remains, right. that lets me know the word that he's spoken to me. I have a good chance, a pretty good shot right. of receiving what it is if I can believe it. Right. You know, and so that's that's one of the things and a place where I am right now, you know, is just believing God and and really digging into his word and knowing what his word really means other than just what it says. Right. right. You know. Yeah, it's easy to, I feel like it's easy to, like, say, like, call scripture. So I'm going to two parts to what you just said. Like, one is, I'm going to say this first, is me, we talked, we had this recently, like, I'm a very logical person. Like, yeah, I still yeah. have to be, like, it has to make sense. And now I'm just like, that don't make sense. Like, and I, I have to, because I'm, because I'm visual. So it has to, like, make sense and I have to be able to see it. Mm-hmm. And that's the only way, like, that's how I learn. Like, like I tell people all the time, like, hey, man, like. You may can write something, but I may not. You have to show me, yeah, and, yeah. I, and I can pick it up like that. And sometimes you can't. If you even if you can tell me, if you if you can explain it, good. I can visualize it because that's how I see stuff, right? Even when I read books, I'm, and then you know, a book turned into a movie. I'm like, that's just how I saw it. That's how I know. It. I'm like, that's a good writer because oh, yeah. absolutely, <laughs> like, yeah. I just, that's just how I saw it. Um, and so for a person like me, God had to. I had to experience things. Mm-hmm. I had to learn how like. It's not gonna make sense with God. Like one plus one can equal a hundred. Yeah. With the yeah. Lord. <laughs> Literally. Like, Literally. Like, that's yeah. just how that's how <laughs> it goes, right? Like you be like, uh, that's a book called uh nineteen eighty four. And uh, yeah. Yeah. uh and you know that was one of the things they were trying to get them at like two plus two don't equal four. He kept saying, like, if I say it's five, it's five. That's right. And that's how it is with God. Like if God you could be like, No, God, but two plus two equals four. God, like, no, if I say it's five, it's five. And Really, you should be like, God say, what's two plus two? You'd be like, whatever you want it to be. Yeah, exactly. That's really, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's really how it is with God. And so God has to teach, had to teach me that as a person. Like, hey, like, it doesn't matter. When, when it comes to me, logic can go out the window. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then another thing is, too, like you said, like, standing on the scriptures, like, not just reading them, but then they it brings those scriptures to life. It brings, like yes, you sir. said, living by faith. Yes, sir. Um, when you go through real trials. You know what I mean? Not just people talking about it. that can be that can be rough, but when you go through stuff like like real stuff, like you know yep. what I mean? Like it, it starts to let you see, like man, I don't know how, but I still have to believe just because His Word says, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Belief and it's a. I always want to talk about faith because faith is one of those things that I think is so well, that's amazing. That's what the podcast is about. Yeah. about faith. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so like, and that's where, that's kind of what it was born of. It's so amazing because I remember a few years ago, I started to think about like faith the size of a mustard seed. Mm-hmm. And I was like, do we really exercise a full faith? Because the Bible, he says, if you have faith as the, what is it, the grain of a mm-hmm. mustard seed, right? Yep. You can speak to a mountain. And I just believe God, when he says speak to an actual mountain, that's it. he's being literal. That's it. You know what I mean? Like, and so I'm like, man, do we really exercise? And see, now you got, we my, don't you even got have, my mind going now. And you're going to take even us in a whole nother. A full <laughs> faith of a grain of a mustard seed. Right. And so, like, like God, you know, help my faith. Because I'm like, I started to think, like, God, I haven't, 
I don't think I've been there. Like, so I had to try because I like, but it was given. Yeah. And then yeah. like, I'm going to believe on this. You know what I mean? Or I'm going to pray and see if this happened or, you know, little stuff, right? Like there's been times where I was at work and I was like, I'm just going to, I have something in my eye and I couldn't get it out. But I'm just going to see. I'm going to pray yep. and see what happens. Yep. And I've seen God literally pull the thing to the tip so I can grab it and right. pull it out. Right. So like, I just started trying to exercise faith because you like, if, I mean, Jesus cursed the fig tree. <laughs> it died. Didn't do it. He was like, yes, it died sir. when I said it. Right. And so, like, we don't, we're trying to get there. I think because we're humans and life takes that away from us. Oh, yeah. Because God gives oh, yeah. us a measure of faith, but life takes it away and then God tries to get it back. Man, I love talking about the Lord. I can do it. I can go all night, but I'm going to let you finish. Oh, no, no, no. You're, you're good. I ain't going to cunya you and take it. Oh, no, no, no. You're good. But yeah, I just want to, I had to get that out of my system. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I love, I just love talking about faith. And when you start talking about living by faith, I think that's something that we as a Christ, Christian community as a whole or the body of Christ as a whole, I don't think we fully grasp. And as we're coming to the end of time, I think it's something that we're going to really need to grasp yeah, in order yeah. to be able to fight in the last days. That's so, that's what this entire Christian life is about, mm-hmm. is living by faith. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's weird because people can believe God to save them. But when those trials come, it's like they don't have that same faith. And you're right. like, it was harder for him to save you than it is to yeah, yeah. to heal you or to <laughs> yeah, give man. you some money or right, like, you right, know what yeah. I mean? Those and things are it, the hardest thing was salvation. The easiest stuff is everything else. You know what I mean? Because he was doing that stuff in the Old Testament, right? Like, they were seeing all types of miracles. Yeah. The hardest thing, though, took time in was salvation. So, um, yeah, I can talk all day about that. Um, I know you said it was, it was a lot of scriptures, though, that you stood on. Um, can you give us a few of them? I know you said just a little by faith. Uh, any other ones that you was like? One of, the, one of the scriptures that I you have to constantly... And again, we talked about, you know, living by faith and things like that. This is a lot of the Christian walk is based off of this scripture, you know, that Hebrews uh, 10, 35 through 37. Oh, yeah, this is the confidence. You know, absolutely. No, no, no. When it talked about uh, 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 cast, therefore, not away your confidence. Yeah, Yeah, I'm I'm all the way in. Yeah, no, you're good. Which has great recompense and reward. Yes, After you've done the will of God, you have need of patience, you know, that you might receive the promise. And that I think we sometimes forget what the word says yeah, it yeah. says you know that you have to do the will first yeah then once you've done his will then you need patience right right and you, so right you know it's so often you know even on our jobs when we complete a task or you know whatever yeah, uh yeah. grind you know you almost have that instant gratification and with god especially as you continue in your christian walk it's not like that, not like that you know it, it may be years before you ever see the works or the fruit manifest from what it is right. that you've done but like you said everything is in god's timing in one plus one doesn't always equal two always, and that's the bible says he makes everything beautiful in his, in time. his time so yes, it sir. doesn't it's it's not always like we look at it and we think that things are supposed to happen that's and it could just be because of our, our time frame that we live in especially yep. here yep. now like like if i want some food i can go get it and I didn't have to make it. All I got to do is drive through a drive through. Say, hey, I want this. By the time I pull up, it's I got it. So it didn't take less than no ten time, minutes, right? Yeah. Like it doesn't take any time. And so, but with God, like sometimes God, God likes to slow cook. Sometimes I like to say that. Sometimes the best cooking is a slow cooking. You know, That's you right. grill, I grill. So yeah. like sometimes you know you gotta leave it on there, you know, to be to get it where it is. You can't cook a brisket fast. Right? Not, you gotta, you gotta let it, it yes, you gotta let it take that process. time frame. It's yeah. a whole process. And sometimes that's what it is. God taking us through the process. And sometimes you gotta learn to enjoy the process. Yeah. And yeah. It can be hard. That that's the thing. That's the it thing. It's learning to learning <laughs> to enjoy that and appreciate, you know, it makes you wonder how, you know, there's scriptures when it talks about how they took pleasure in going through the trials that they were yeah. in, you know, yeah. and rejoicing in all those type of things and you have to really read and say, okay, how, what the things that they went through and the things that I read about them going through, I have to gear my mindset that same way and keep yourself in constant. Remember that yeah. and count it all joy when you fall in the dive of temptations, uh, right, right. you know, and things like that. And so that's one in one of the scriptures that I absolutely love. And this is something that I've stood on and we all hear it all the time, but we never read the scripture after that. And the scripture talks about how uh, how Christ suffered in the flesh. We have right. to arm ourselves Except likewise. Right. And we stop right there. Right. We stop. Yeah. And so, but if you read the very next verse, it says, for he that suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin. Yeah. 
And so that's it's it's so it's I mean it's it's profound. Yeah. Because you look at that and you really wonder why you could take inventory over your life and you know, hey, you know, I'm li- I'm living holy, my life is clean. Why am I going through the things that I'm going through? Right. It told us not only to arm ourselves likewise, but it said if you're living right, right. that's going to cause yeah. things to happen in your life. Yeah. And so we have to a lot of times remember that, you know, some of the things that I'm going through, if you're doing wrong, right. then you need to repent and get yourself right. right. But if you're doing right, that should be the solidification or the verification that, hey, maybe I'm doing something right. And that's what's bringing about this persecution in my life. Yeah. And, you know, that's it's, it's hard to look at it that way. But again, like you said, one plus one doesn't always equal two. But God said he would bless us with persecution. And right. Yeah. That comes yeah, in many it, different forms. Like, so a, it I makes no sense. It, yeah. yeah. It <laughs> makes no sense because it's like, okay, I'm trying to avoid all that. Yeah, but right. he's like, oh, no, you're doing a good job. Boom. Here's Here this go. trial. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, so. it's God's <laughs> way of taking us from, you know, from faith to faith, glory to glory. Mm-hmm. Right. We. You know, and you can't just stop at one thing. That's that's the amazing thing about God. He'll use that to strengthen you. You know what I mean? He's not he's not coming to try to tempt you, right? He's not doing oh, that. Yeah. But the, he knows that the trials are going to come. He knows that. Uh, I like to tell, I say to my wife, I'm like, people say, why do things happen? I'm like, hey, if there's a guy, like, why are these bad things happen? Why do people have to suffer? Why do, I'm like, because sin disrupted the system. I'm, I'm using, like, a matrix, mm-hmm. oh, the yeah. matrix phrase, I guess. <laughs> but sin disrupted the system. So God and his all-knowing wisdom knows, like, hey, you're going to have these things. But, right, like, you, like if you stick with it, everything, I can bring you out of every situation. That's right. And, and even it's an if, opportunity to prove he's the God of his word. Yeah, and, we, and you know, like, we always say at our church, we win, right? So no mm-hmm. matter what, like, even if I die in it, I still win. You still because win. Because I died holy. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? That's and, I, yeah. and that's still a win, right? Because now I'm, I'm, I have achieved that ultimate sal- yeah. salvation. Mm-hmm. Now, right? That's, I'm where I want to be and I'm with God, right? So it's, it's always a win. You know what that's I mean? It. Like, that's so it. it's, that's how I look at it. Uh, he had any songs that you, you know, you, you stuck oh, with? Oh, <laughs> that is, you know what? I'm not, a big music person. And you like you're a second person. You and Man, Noel, you and Josh knows. I, I am Y'all not. You know, and person. even there are very um Y'all don't be mad at me. Um there are very few uh current songs that new songs yeah, yeah. that I really get into. You know, I'm into a lot of now when I say older music, I don't mean like Quartet. quartet, not not that kind of stuff, <laughs> like which is nice. which is fine, cause, you know, because a lot a lot of it sounds great, but I guess I'm more into oh, like a lot know. of old choir and organ type songs. Oh yeah, I thought you know, nineties gospel. Music oh yeah, 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 exactly. Mm-hmm. Or even even you know some eighties gospel and things yeah. like that. But I've never been a, a big music person or just relied on a specific song to necessarily get me through something. There may have been times where there have been songs that have helped me out, but. I don't have much for you on that one. Yeah. So yeah, I, uh, yeah. <laughs> my favorites are like one that I play all the time, and I know these most of the songs were didn't come from that time, but like Live at Azusa too. Uh-huh. That's like my favorite album. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. I just yeah. Put, put it in and press play and turn the car music up as loud as I can. That's yeah. how I do nah, that. There, there is a there is a recent song that has uh, it's it's promises, and it's I think the name of the group is Maverick City. Oh yeah, I love that. Or something like that, yeah. and that song promises, man. I think that. Mm, maybe has turned into my favorite song, or at least it's my favorite song right now. Probably one of the, yeah. my favorite songs by them is Refiner. So love these songs. Not familiar with it, but yeah, I have to check it out. Yeah. That's one of the songs. <laughs> I, I, I can, I can rarely listen to it, especially if I'm by myself and oh, yeah. not get through it. Yeah. <laughs> without, Absolutely. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> was just taking you like, you know what? It's, it's about to be a full blown prep yep. time now. Yep. So like, yes, I, it's one of those songs I can't just listen to unless I know I need, I'm going to have some time to get on, get on down on my knees. And right. Right. Go on, go on in. So, um, uh, I know you, you know, you work with Diff. We talked about it at the beginning. Like you do, you, you're in ministry. One that you work with is, I know you work with young men. Mm-hmm. And this is bring us back to, I know you talked about your father, like I mentioned earlier, right? Uh, why do you feel like that's important and why do you love that? Man, I this is something that is of absolute necessity. Mm-hmm. You know, I think sometimes we want to, uh, you know, especially as ministers, a lot of people want to go out and do so many things and speak to so many people. And we right. forget where, you know, in the Great Commission, God first called us to do what we do at home. Right. But a legacy, and, and Paul taught us that 
more than anybody. Right. Training up and the principal. Not saying I'm a Paul or I'm gonna raise a Timothy by any means. Yeah, but Peter. the principal I'm behind the story, yeah. <laughs> and, and having somebody to <laughs> to follow up and continue that yeah. work, you know, to to impart into somebody the things that you've learned. Right. I think that's one of the greatest gifts God can allow somebody right. and to make sure that we have somebody to carry this legacy, to carry this gospel, not right. my legacy, right. but the legacy of the gospel, right. you know, that is, it's, it's, it's vital. And not just even from a spiritual perspective, but from a natural perspective, because there are so many people who didn't have the privilege that I did of having a father mm -hmm. and having a strong and a loving and a caring father. Mm -hmm. And so for me to be able to instill those values in them that I've learned on, you know, little things, I mean, it's, it's so many things that we discuss, you know, whether it's, it's, it's budgeting mm -hmm. or uh, opening the door for young ladies, you know, chivalry or uh, how you handle uh, uh, your business as a young man in school and the way that you talk to people, the way you communicate. Mm -hmm. I'm even big on your grammar right. and things like that, because, you know, those type of things, they take you so far. Right, right. And there are little things that you don't understand unless right. somebody's taught you. Yeah. And I, I absolutely love it because it's it's almost like clay that you can get your hands on and mold them the way that God wants them to be. Right. You know, and so that's one thing I always try to keep in mind. I'm not teaching them to be like me, mm -hmm. not not like Kobeonic, right, because right. if it, first off, if it was a world full of Kobeonics, it would be extremely boring. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to them to recognize who God is teach them how to recognize the voice of God right. through the word of God, yeah. not through hearing his voice, you know, but right. through the word of God and show them what it is that God has for them. There's so many promises in the word for them. And I want them to know that God cares about them. He cares about their future. He cares about who they are. Right. And you know, that's, that's important to me. You know, that's, that's something that I absolutely, you know, love to do. So yeah. it's work, Yeah. but it's the work that God called me to. So I, I appreciate him for the opportunity and yeah. yeah. I wasn't gonna. I, I knew. I know you're very passionate about that, and I was like, I wanted to give you a chance to talk about that, and you know, hopefully we can have you on. Maybe you know, do a special Father's Day episode. Or oh yeah, I like love to have you come love by. To. Um, before we get out of here, one last question: What thought would you like to leave to the listeners, and why? Uh, right now, I guess it's it's hard to move outside of present day. We have to be ready for the coming of the Lord. Yes, sir. We see that, you know, Matthew 24 is being literally unfolded and fulfilled as quickly, you know, every day, whether we read watching the news or reading the newspaper or looking at articles online, either way we put it, God is showing we're living in the last days. And I know it's become so cliche and we hear it so often, but anybody who has a spiritual eye or like the Bible says, he that hath an ear, let him hear what the spirit is saying to the church. We can hear that God is saying time is winding up. Right. And so if you've never been serious about God, now's the time to do it. And and don't look at it as a burden or uh, you giving up fun because you and I both know we have so much fun in this saved life, right. you know, and God has so much for you that he's trying to get to you right now right. and things that he wants you to do impacting and uh, uh, helping to convert other people. Right. You know, and so that's what I would say. Get serious about Get God. Serious. Give your life to him. Put your hand in his hand yeah. and don't take it out. Yeah. I love it, man. I appreciate you for coming by. I'm pretty sure everybody loves hearing. Thank you for the today. opportunity, brother. I'm I appreciate you it. Came by, man. I did get you something for coming by. Uh, I want you to think I just had you come and I didn't get you something, but I no. did get you something for coming by. Uh, hopefully, one day we can have you come by again. I'm going to accept this blessing in Jesus' name. So, <laughs> we appreciate you, sir. No problem, man. We're going to go ahead and roll the outro. This has been another episode of the About Faith Podcast with me, your host, TJ Hawthorne. I want to thank you for tuning in. Man, this show wouldn't be what it is if it wasn't for you. So why don't you go ahead and hit that subscribe button and on all your social media platforms, share it with your friends. And until next time, be blessed.